Hey, you guys, we're excited to announce new merch. Go to stonerchickspodcast.com and check out the merch tab to see all of these new hats and mugs that we've got. The mugs say smoke your weed on one side and have a nice little leaf design and they say Stoner Chicks Podcast on the other. And there's beanies that say SYW, you know, we know, smoke your weed. Check it out. There's all different colors. It's going to be a great time. We just wanted to get cozy with you. Some of them have pom-poms. They're going to be really cozy, very fashionable. Stoner chickspodcast.com merch Stoner Chicks. The podcast for stoners by Stoner <laughs> Chicks. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm Stephanie Thompson. And whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm Phoebe Richards. Ooh, I'm Kayla. <laughs> Grace Penzel. And well, fuck. We're in a silly mood, guys, I guess. Here we go. I, I started it off with a little bit of pizzazz. <laughs> a little bit of pizzazz. That's what I would call that. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I'm really fucking baked, guys. I've, I've smoking Falcana orange blossom. Ooh, one of our favorite strains. Oh. I had a pre-roll, a little pre-roll. And I had runts today because you mentioned them an episode or two back. Oh, yeah. And I got inspired. I saw the label and I, w- and I already liked the, the grower. And I was like, I'll get your runts, please. And they gave them to me. I'll get your runs, please, please. I love it. I have a little weed story. I had a magical, intense journey recently. Ooh, I. What? <laughs> it was a journey. I drank one of these. I'm showing you all, and I'll explain it to the. I'll explain it to the listeners. Is it called it's moon? called moonshot. Moonshot flavor is pineapple. It's hash rosin. Oh, and. One bottle is 100 milligrams of THC, which is not completely unheard of for me, though is more than I generally take. (laughs) And to put this in perspective, it's a very, very small bottle. Phoebe looks like a giant holding this bottle. (laughs) (laughs) I only will, as I've learned, take something like this if it's before bed so I sleep well and if I have a pretty chill day the next day because it makes me pretty out of it for like 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty much the case. I had been having, I've been having more trouble sleeping recently than usual. Usually I do not have trouble falling asleep. So there was a day around 10, 30, 11, my boyfriend was going to drink one because for him, he often just takes 100 milligrams regularly. Oh, 100 milligrams, yeah. Phoebe. Yeah, he's a big boy. So I drank it and around 11 and then we got in bed and it, this is a good story. Nothing bad happened. I oh, okay, good. remember I was laying there and at first I wasn't feeling anything. Then I was like, oh, I think I'm feeling high. And then I was the lights were out and I had my eyes closed and I was so high. I literally felt I knew I wasn't, but I felt like I was just floating through space <laughs> and I had to roll over and I had to grab on to Nick, my boyfriend, and hold him. And I was like, I just feel like I'm floating. So this is keeping me tethered in place. <laughs> Oh, my God. And I, like I said, I took it a little before 11. I slept until after 10 a.m. the next morning. Oh, wow. Which is a lot of sleep for me. I felt great when I woke up. (laughs) 
that was what was nice. I wasn't hung over in a feeling weird way. I was just very rested. And then I had shows I performed in that evening. And I had a friend in town who I met up with dinner for dinner. I met up to have dinner with, what am I trying to say, <laughs> before my shows. And that is when I realized I was so chilled out still. Like, I felt great. I had I was awake, but I was talking to her and I was like, wow, I, how am I going to get up on stage and have a lot of energy? <laughs> so I went and got a Vietnamese coffee and that did it. Yeah, and I was there great. You go. But so, yeah, it's Moonshot Pineapple is the brand. And it tells you, you can just take a capful for five milligrams. So maybe that's the way a normal <laughs> smart person would take yeah, it. <laughs> Jeff gets those things, but they're blue. And remember when he made blue milk for one of our Twitch oh, shows? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, and yeah, it's like 10 milligrams in a capful. Hey, they're kind of a migraine trigger for me a little bit, oh, I no. think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm really glad that you you must have really needed some rest. Yes, I think so. And I will say the sensation of feeling like I literally was floating through space was kind of fun. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's my story. Ooh, moonshot. If you're you're feeling like going to space, get a moonshot. And he did. The flavor was pineapple. Take a moonshot. Pineapple moonshot. Blast off. Speaking of blasting off. We are going to journey together today, listeners, to a different place than we've ever gone before on the main feed of our podcast. Oh, that's right. We're going somewhere that only the Patreon cuties so far have gone, which is down the random hole. So I started something off on Patreon. We've done it a couple times now. This is going down the random hole with Grace. I love going down the random hole. Going down the random hole with Grace. Going down the random hole with Grace. If there's one thing I love, it's holes. What this entails is going to both the Wikipedia colon special random area uh, page on Wikipedia and then YT Roulette, which provides random YouTube videos. And we... Just see what happens. We're going to follow these randomized bits of information wherever they take us. And as you can tell, we're very prepared for this. We're already (laughs) nice and toked up. I'm going to toke up even more, actually. Are you going to toke up even more? Yeah. I got nowhere to be after this. Oh, The three of us are smoking while Grace whispers to herself, should I? No, I shouldn't. (laughs) Should I? But no, I've already been too, I've been too baked and I need to, I need to have, someone needs to have a hand on the wheel for this excavation. Agreed. Thank you. Jesus, take the wheel. I was just going to say, Grace, take the wheel. (laughs) Grace, take the wheel. I'm not conflating myself with Lord Jesus. No, but I do love my... What would Grace do bracelet that I wear every day? What? Oh, 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 I understand. (laughs) You're telling a joke. Good. I'm glad we're all on the same page here. (laughs) Speaking of pages, I'm currently on Wikipedia colon random, the web page, and I'm going to click special random and we'll see what we come up with. I am sharing my screen. Oh, we can all see. We can all see. I also just playing off that. I would like to say that every hole is special. Every hole is special. 
That's what my mama said. That's a pretty <laughs> back screen to your computer. Look at that Ooh. lake. Oh, I just want to jump in, although it looks crisp and cold. Oh. Yeah, that's that's Jeff's steez. I don't even know. Okay, here we go. Looks like there's mud on the bottom. All right. The first thing we landed <laughs> on was the Diocese of Aberdeen. So... The Diocese of Aberdeen was originally believed to be a direct continuation of an 11th century bishopric at Mortlock in present-day Moray. Where, though? So the country is Mar? Okay, so... Oh, Scotland! Scotland. Scotland. Scotland to me. Okay, great. So this is an article about the historical diocese of the Scottish Church. For the restored Roman Catholic Diocese, see Roman Catholic Diocese of Aberdeen. Okay, so Diocese of Aberdeen is what? I guess pre-Catholicism in Scotland? Hmm. Hmm. Who knows? Let's take a picture of the Mortlock Cherish Perch. That's kind of... Did you just say Parish Perch? No, you said Cherish Perch. (laughs) Cherish Perch? The Mortlock parish church you know what's kind of coincidental is today i bought a shawl from scotland by a kilt maker and I, i'm getting it in the mail in a couple of weeks you should find out where they're located what if it's right by here <laughs> what if that would be pretty wild and so yeah this is basically from the 11th century it's very beautiful and a lot of cemeteries you guys hear me talk about the church enough. I think we could stand for a regeneration, another hole to go down. What do you say? Yes. Yeah, I'm ready for a different hole. Different random okay. hole. Okay. This is Ambrose King. Ambrose King Yochi, Chinese, born 1935, is a Hong Kong sociologist, educator, writer, and academic. He was formerly vice chancellor of the Chinese University of Hong Kong. This person's Wikipedia page is just like three paragraphs. This is just a person. This is just a person who's written such works as China's Great Transformation, Selected Essays on Confucianism, Modernization, and Democracy, Chinese Religion, The Idea of University, and Chinese Politics and Culture. Well, good for you, Ambrose King. Now Wait, you know. Ambrose wrote all those or is just featured in them? I think I think, I think wrote he them. contributed to all of these. Cool. So we have a scholar. Uh, yes, a scholar, a sociologist. He He's also a calligrapher. He's a calligrapher. <laughs> Did you guys ever take calligraphy classes growing up? No. Like, did you? Yeah, I think my art class in middle school did a bunch of calligraphy. Like, every year we did a little bit. That's fun. He held that to understand Hong Kong, one cannot overlook two important threads, namely colonial rule and capitalism. Yeah, don't overlook those. This is interesting, too. It says that he employed the theoretical framework of Max Weber to study development of Chinese culture in the process of modernization, who's a scholar that I read a lot in college studying religion, who talked a lot about just like systems of society and everything. I don't know a ton about Hong Kong. I'm not going to lie. Okay. What about this? 
the British co-option of local elites would lead to synarchy. What's synarchy? Okay, synarchism. Joint rule. Generally means joint rule or harmonious rule. That's kind of cool that you studied religion. And I just was had a high thought of how, like, if you're studying religion, you're pretty much studying history. It's just like a certain part of history. Yeah, because I mean, something that's really tied the human thread together pretty much since the beginning is faith. Faith in what? It's kind of depends, but I'd like to think that it's something that we can all sort of find in common. Everyone's got faith in something, Mm. even if they don't think so. (laughs) Down here it says that synarchy is used to describe a shadow government or deep state. Right, and they take Vichy France as an example of that. What's Vichy French? Where some French industrial... (laughs) French just said What's Vichy France? (laughs) I said French, I believe. In French. (laughs) Where's French? (laughs) Oh, it's like fascist France. Yeah. Like if you type in fascist France. Oh my, that was not on purpose. (sighs) When you type in fascist France, France, (laughs) Vichy France comes up. Right. So it was... The French rump state headed by Marshal Philippine Pétain during World War II. I'm sorry, and it was rump named state? After... <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. So a rump state is the remnant of a once mar- much larger state left with a reduced territory in the wake of secession, annexation, occupation, decolonization, or a successful coup d'etat or revolution on part of its former territory. Oh my God, you wanted to sing that sentence so bad. Yeah, so the occupation of France by Nazi Germany at first affected only the northern and western points of the country, but in 1942, the Germans and Italians occupied the remainder of metropolitan France, ending any pretense of independence by the Vichy government. So it was like, first Vichy France... So first, it was the part of France that was collaborating with the Nazis or that was occupied by the Nazis. And then as they advanced, all that pretension was dropped. And then it was just Nazi-occupied France. This hole got dark. This hole got a little dark. Should we crawl up further towards the light? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. This one is Acanthoscolides margareti, which is... The leaf species beetle. species of leaf beetle in the family. Oh, this is right up Steph's hole. <laughs> Chrysomelidae. It's form in North America. Leaf beetles. All right, let's get some pictures. Yeah, leaf. Let's get some pictures. Picks or it didn't happen. Ooh. Okay, so now we're on the page for leaf beetle. The insect of the beetle family, Chrysomelidae, are commonly known as leaf beetles and include over 37,000 species in more than 2,500 genera, making up one of the largest and most commonly encountered of all beetle families. Leaf beetles are particularly recognizable by their tarsal formula, which appears to be 444, but is actually 555, as the fourth tarsal segment is very small and hidden by the third. All right. Okay, I'm dumb. What's a tarsal? It's a leg? I think it's, yeah, one of their leg bones. Not bones, because I don't have bones, but they're vertebrae. Or, yeah. Okay. So it looks like they're six legged, but they're eight legged? No. No. It looks like they're eight legged, but they're 10 legged. Okay. So a tarsal formula is the number of segments of each leg. Tarsi. Of each so, leg. like, look at this photo, this diagram that's like 
everywhere there's like a joint or whatever in the oh, in the yeah. leg is a different segment. They have a femur and a tibia. Wow. And then and the, a body. And the tarsus is the, just like, you like a me. finger joint, it looks like. So they have each little tarsus going down. The tarsus connects to the tibia. <laughs> the tibia <laughs> connects, connects to, to the, the femur. femur. The femur <laughs> connects to the trochanter. The trochanter connects to the coxa. The coxa connects to the body. And yeah. we're all made of bodies because we all have bodies. And my body likes when a coxa enters my random hole. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Okay, okay, everybody. <laughs> See, listeners, you should, you could join Patreon and hear more songs like that all the time. <laughs> We've never sang that song on Patreon, to be fair. Okay, here's a beautiful picture of these leaf beetles. They're a bright, shiny red like a strawberry. And I choose to believe they're life partners. <laughs> <laughs> it does look like they're holding hands. Yeah, very nice. These are scarlet or red lily beetles, or Liliocerus lilii. <laughs> they kind of look, oh, oh, well, this is a new picture that looks like a completely different bug. But the first one looked like ladybugs without the spots. Well, Phoebe, mm. there's 37,000 species, probably 50,000. <gasps> Can you believe that there are human beings out there who have counted? That looks like a caterpillar. The caterpillar-looking oh. one is the same species? Not the same species. Same family? Maybe it's their larva. It could be their larva. I recognize these little fuckers. Me <laughs> too. These guys right here, they're Brucus pisorum. <laughs> Brucani. Yeah, those are assholes. They're mean, mean boys. Do the ones you've seen look that crunchy? They, well, I've never seen them this close, to be fair. These are very zoomed in pictures. They're brown and crunchy looking. <laughs> they look like husks. Yeah, it looks like if you stepped on them, you would hear a very, very satisfying crunch. Sorry, Stephanie. I know mm -hmm. you love bugs. I do love bugs. Don't crunch bugs. Okay, everyone, give me a number between 1 and 12. 11. 11. 13. Okay, I heard 11 first, so that's, uh, there's and 12 Steph sub... said a wrong number. <laughs> 12 subfamilies listed. I'm clicking on the 11th, and this is the Spilopyrinae, Ew. which is a really ugly leaf beetle, but... Ew. <laughs> you think that's ugly? That looks like an owl beetle or something. So cute, and it has kind of like a fuzzy little head. That is not cute, Stephanie. What is what wrong with you? That little... looks like a monster in a horror movie. <sighs> if that was life or like human sized and was attacking me, I would just rub its little cheeks. <laughs> oh, you would just Does it, it attacked you? If that was a monster in like an X Files, maybe all it needed was love and then it would stop and calm down. But can I tell mm. you, after looking at all these beetles and how far we've gotten down in this random hole, I think what I need is a smoke break. More random hole after this. Welcome back from your smoke break, stoners. We have been Grace, Kibibi, Kayla, and Stephanie. Kibibi? <laughs> Kabibi. What is happening? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I smoked. I smoked.
but and I'm still in charge of the machinery to take us deeper into this hole. So first of all, I just wanted to show you this is the specific kind of beetle that we started with, the A. margaretai beetle. It's a little black beetle. It's kind of cute and shiny, a little round one. Looks like a gemstone. Doesn't it look like a little gemstone? Like a little onyx yeah, or, or um, something. Like obsidian. A, some yeah. sort of fun rock. Next portion of Down the Rabbit Hole is for us to find a YouTube video that's random and watch it together and react. So right now I am on ytroulette.com. Here we go. Is this a music video? You're letting it up. Oh, God. Oh, what? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> that's a scary <laughs> music video. I like it. This I is- kind of like it, too. It's kind of got a Sam Raimi vibe. <laughs> There's just a, a skull with a spine attached that came out of his closet. And this is for a song. Is the song called Long Horse or Darkest of Dreams? Darkest of Dreams by Long Horse? Yeah, I guess so. Although that is a long oh, and horse now he's spine. Doing hula hoop with it. Oh no, he's helping him. This just looks like such an ordinary guy. He's wearing a t-shirt that says Tommy. The Hulk, the Hulk, Hulk, is, Hulk. The Hulk is beating up the monster. No way he got rights to the Hulk. He's trying to pinch himself to see if he's asleep or not. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But his little, the horse skull with the spine attached is helping him, I think. <laughs> no, I think it yeah. just killed the Hulk. Oh, oh, what is oh, this? Here's a really Uh-oh. big monster. It's this like, like a, a balloon monster. monster. The but horse, horse skull. spine He's is awake. on his he side. He woke up. Our narrator woke up. Uh-oh. <gasps> nope, still in a dream. This is like paranormal activity, but with like this creepy a cat doll. Really it's like a Stretch Armstrong. Doll. Oh, I like his lamp. It kind of reminds me of the cat that's a clock that looks back and forth. Yes, you know what it I mean? does. Yes. Well, here comes the horse skull with the spinal cord attached. Oh, Jesus. Here's my guess of how this music video is going to end. Oh, gosh. Is the horse skull with the spine is going to turn into a horse again. Well, now there's a truly scary monster. Oh. But the long horse has him. The song must be called Long Horse. Oh, he's happy Oh, so I guess that was just an ordinary night's sleep for him. But then the cat oh, no, was in the bed. I thought the horse. Oh, jeez. Okay. The name of the artist is Horror Skunks. Yeah, Horror Skunks. at the end. Oh, maybe Long Horse is the album? I thought that or was no. the name of the song. Darkest of Dreams, maybe, is the... Okay, why don't I look it up? How about... Yeah, Long... Okay, Darkest of Dreams, Long Horse. No, it wasn't. How would you describe that? Kind of metal trip-hop... Not trip hop. None of those words is how I would describe. No. It. If I was as being the most out of touch like music person on the pod, how I would describe it would be like <laughs> this, like kind of dancey, dreamy, kind of sing songy song. That's what I would call it. It's like house music. It's like Euro techno, Euro house. What do you think? I yeah. have no no comment. Do they all have creatures on all their albums? I didn't like the song, I'm not going to lie, but it is by an artist called Horror Skunks with an X. Kind of a great name. It mm-hmm. was released in 2021, and it looks like Horror Skunks has a lot of scary videos. So if you want some scary Choo Choo Charles Hungry Pig, what? Choo Choo Charles. Oh, boy. Okay. 
okay, we're too deep in the random hole. Get out, get out. Oh my God, drag um, me out. And get me let's out of this one. see if we can find just the smallest, quickest one. Here we go. So this one's called, this is why the Nuggets mascot makes over $600,000 a year. <laughs> Hashtag shorts. Wait, before we watch it, I think we need to explain what we're seeing. We're, okay. So it's a stadium or no, a basketball court, but a popular one. I'm assuming the Denver Nuggets, sta- like <laughs> the Denver basketball. Nuggets stadium. And this is a 10 second video. We haven't started watching it yet. And there's two giant ladders with a third giant ladder extending from the top of them. That's actually technically one ladder. Yeah, I was okay. going to say that's not two ladders lean together. That's just some ladders open that way and then have things that go up okay, to make it so an it's extender. A huge, it's a huge it's a ladder. Huge louder, louder. He looks like he's at least like 30 feet in the 30 air. feet up is what I was going to say. He looks like he's like five hoop lengths up. Yeah. The Denver like Nuggets this. mascot looks to be maybe a mountain lion, something like that. So wait, this mascot makes over 600000 a year. Is that because he is a stuntman? <laughs> He's a mascot and a stuntman? Well, maybe. I think yes. we're about to see. Okay, okay. shall we? Yeah, let's yes. watch it. One, two, three. <gasps> <gasps> no. That's just a one-time thing. Is he going to do it wow. again? Oh, no, he doesn't. Do it again. Okay, so what happened is... That was a disappointment. We, that was a disappointment to you? Yes. He was standing on the ladder and threw the basketball backwards over his head and it dunked. No, not dunked. It, Nothing and but it went net. straight in. Nothing, Nothing but, but net. net. Swish, Nothing swish. But net. And he swoosh, was half horse. How much does your average MBA... Rocky the Mountain Lion... Rocky the Mountain Lion, who has a lightning tail, is the Denver Nuggets NBA team's mascot. NBA mascot average salary. I'm just saying, if I was at that game and I had to watch them set those three goddamn ladders up, and then the (laughs) mascot climbs all the way to the top, I want more than just him making a shot. I think they accidentally added a zero in that video because it says $60,000. Yeah, because this is no. But now I'm th- on an article that says, "Does Rocky, the Denver Nuggets mascot, actually make six hundred twenty-five thousand dollars?" Still, it's reported that Rocky's pay is ten times the average salary of an NBA mascot. Oh, just because he can. Okay, I mean that is impressive. The standard rate is seven hundred and fifty dollars an hour, while corporate partners get a slight cut of the rate down to five hundred. I just think I could more quickly learn how to make a shot behind my back than I could learn how to, like, backflip across a court. And that's the stuff that mascots do. But that is real danger, being 30 feet up on a, in a costume, a giant head. On three ladders? (laughs) Yeah, on three fucking ladders. And there was no, not a lot of pads under him or anything. He was in real danger there. No, he's a performer. I thought he was going to like jump off into a small cup of water. And he's like, (laughs) oh my gosh, Phoebe. (laughs) But they're risking their bodies for these performances. And so, yeah, they should be paid accordingly. This picture makes it look like he's being lit on fire. (laughs) What a badass. Do I have a crush on this mascot? Mascot? (laughs) Oh, we got a new crush alert. Just kidding. Haha, <laughs> new crush alert. So anyway, 
Thank you for coming down the random hole with Grace. All right, we're back at the surface, delivering you safely. Thanks for coming along, ladies. Thank you, Grace. Well, there is another segment. It's not brand new, but it's one I enjoy. And it's called Things I Saw While I Was High. And here in the great state of Washington, we have a fair. It is now called the Washington State Fair is every September. And it is in Puyallup, Washington. And until about eight or so years ago, it was called the Puyallup Fair. And they had ads all the time. I mean, as a kid, I remember the only thing that made me excited for September because I didn't want to go back to school but was seeing all the commercials for the Puyallup Fair. And it would always end with, do, do the, the Puyallup. Puyallup. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I haven't heard that in so long. <laughs> now it's just called the Washington State Fair. But otherwise, I think it's the same fair. I went yesterday, which was a Sunday, with my boyfriend, Nick. And it's very expensive. Everything's pretty overpriced. But no surprise to anyone. We got pretty high and went. So I and who cares if you're wasting a bunch of money when you're high? It's all good. <laughs> when you're high, it doesn't count. No, 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 it does. It does. Allegedly. It does. Allegedly. So what I smoked while I was there is two products from Taurus, T-O-R-U-S. Oh, they've got good stuff. Hard to open. Yes. Good stuff. Hard to open. So we started <laughs> with a Taurus joint pre-roll. Uh, it was a strawberry push pop. And so we smoked before walking from our the yard we parked in. Because one of the fun things about this fair is it's right in a neighborhood. And so all the people that live there just like rent out their yards for you to park in and charge you. So you just park in like random yards. The guy whose yard we parked in was not wearing a shirt, had long hair, and was drinking a beer as he kept correcting my parking job. <laughs> I had to redo it like three times. <laughs> that was a that was a low point. But uh, so then, <laughs> then we smoked the strawberry push pop, and I got very high. And as we were walking in, I was feeling a little overwhelmed. But good news, Sunday evening, a pretty good time to go to the fair because it was not too crowded. And then while we were inside, we puffed on same brand, Taurus, same company, same farm. I don't actually know. Taurus. And it was a little vape pen, which I don't smoke very often, but this one is very cute. It's Gas Face is the name of the flavor. What company? Taurus. 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 Oh, T-O-R-U-S. Uh, it also is an indica and it smoked great. I mean, I will say, as everyone listening probably knows, vape pens really are the best for being able to be in public and still smoking. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Phoebe's hitting it right now. <laughs> yeah. Aww. It's all I've smoked today and it's been nice. I wanted to really be able to see what it was like. But so, if you all up fair... Very fun when high. We ate a lot of fried food. We had some very disappointing corn dogs. I hate to report it. <gasps> oh, no. Did you get a crusty pup? It was all breading. Very little dog. Oh. Weird. Odd choice. What's a crusty pup? A it was a crusty pup? pup. Yeah, crusty pup or pronto pup are typically the, like, corn dog stands that you'll see. It's They call it a crusty pup. Yeah. What happened? Did they just... 
they put a regular size hot dog in a big, big casing or something? That's what it seemed like. It was like it was a skinny short dog. Oh, oh too skinny. That's just or sorry, I meant too long. Skinny long. Oh my gosh. Oh, no. I didn't mean anything <laughs> I just said. <laughs> Phoebe, we can't believe you if you're not clear. Please tell us about this hot dog and the length of it. It was a skinny long <laughs> dog, is what I meant. And long enough, but too skinny. We've all been there. I want to know Stephanie's opinion about crusty pups. About crusty pups? Yeah. I love crusty pups, but they have to be like a the breading to wiener ratio should be correct. There shouldn't be 50 percent breading to wiener. It needs to be something more like 80 to 20 percent. There's a chance she knew that, the gal who helped us, because we ordered one and she gave us two. They are ten dollars each. Oh what? god. So we walked away being like, oh, we scored. We got two. But then we ate them and we we're like, mm, that still wasn't worth <laughs> the $10. But we also ate, I had an elephant ear. Yeah. Didn't finish it, but tried. We had some scones with jam because mm. those are the absolute best. And when they're warm, we had a Quake burger, which is a giant hamburger that tasted very much like a Dick's burger. So, mwah delicious and an ice cream cone wow yeah and we played a bunch of games and we won a bunch of stupid little stuffed animals that then as i was walking around i was like what are we gonna do with all of these and realized (laughs) i had just collected a bunch of trash so let charlie tear them up let the dog tear them up nick doesn't want to because he's like what kind of chemicals are in those he doesn't want yeah yeah fair enough there's a dolphin, though, that I won that I love, and it's in my bed. And Nick was a little critical of me bringing it to bed with us. But I said <laughs> that it's my new favorite. Yeah, whatever. The a bunch of the other ones we just put on a bench together and left them there. <laughs> <laughs> How many toys did he win you? Well, we both played. Women can't win toys. (laughs) (laughs) Women winning something? (laughs) No, there was only one place where it was a competition where you're competing against everyone playing. That's where you get the real prizes. And it was a -a whack-a-mole. It was a -a whack-a-mole style where it was about who could get to 100 first. And Nick won that. But the prizes were stupid. And so the best one there was a giant Kool-Aid man. <laughs> oh, that is and a, I don't really kind of fun. care about the Kool-Aid man. At the oh, time, I yeah. was excited. But then when I did it on my bag, I was like, what am I going to do with this? Stephanie said she would fuck the Kool-Aid man. I did. Well, I still have it, I think, if you want it. You want to fuck it? <laughs> I did keep that one. I would also take a Kool-Aid man plushie. That sounds dope. Wow. I, okay. <laughs> I don't want to fuck the Kool-Aid man plushie, though. Not no. the plushie. Just no. the man. Just. <laughs> Only if he was real would I fuck him. <laughs> but the best, you can do a little, like, what is it? There's a little gondola. gondola. Is that right? I thought gondolas were in water. Oh my yeah. No, there no. can be, uh, be a sky oh. gondola. There's a sky gondola you can ride, and you go above the entire fair. And I no longer ride on scary rides, but it's just loud enough in parts and shaky enough that you still get that sort of fear of (laughs) I about to die by plummeting to the ground. So that was nice. I feel like that's part of the fair experience. (laughs) That the one ride that's not supposed to be scary still is a little bit scary. (laughs) 
We also went on the haunted house, which is not scary. And Nick really hurt himself because we tried to fit in the little cart together. Oh <laughs> my God. Six, four. And I'm five, nine. So like together, it just didn't work. So then we had to go through the whole thing. He moved into the front car. So we weren't even next to each other. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> he hurt himself? Yeah, was, he whacked his knee real hard trying to fit oh, in it with no. me. <laughs> it's oh, not, no, poor it's not made for people that are tall. Oh, but no. the best part, my favorite thing I saw while high that made my whole night was there is a man who plays the piano and it's on and he had a great voice. He's wearing a cowboy hat and it's on a little scooter. So he's just sitting playing the piano and it's just slowly rolling through the crowd. Whoa. And I thought that was so cool. And then there was another guy that did not look, they didn't look like a pair, but I think his job is to run along and make sure that it doesn't like hurt anyone because <laughs> I don't think the guy playing the piano has any control over where the cart is rolling along to because really? he's just playing the piano. Do you think that he saw the music video for Vanessa Carlson <laughs> yeah. a thousand miles or did she go to the Puyallup Fair there <laughs> see, see the piano man rolling along <laughs> playing piano get the idea for the music video. Yeah. So I mean hey all those things high you really can't complain. Yeah, how many bong rips? <laughs> mm, out of five? A solid three and a half bong rips. Nice. All nice. right. Yeah. But the best part was the little going and seeing all they have like all the flowers and produce that gets people bring in and then it wins awards. And it's like in these weird little houses, like no one's ever in them. But they just have these carts that are just like dozens of different little tomatoes, dozens of different little roses and it's funny because as it goes on, they must start wilting. And I mean, most of the flowers were already starting to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's interesting. kind of fun looking at this like shriveled, slowly shriveling tomato that's like first place. It's <laughs> <laughs> getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Do you see a big pumpkin? Yes. One had already exploded. <gasps> what? They, they what? also were. Well, I mean, I don't think that stuff lasts. Well, I don't know. Pumpkins, Pumpkins should. They're last too big. I feel like maybe it should lose its first place award if it exploded shortly after yeah. arriving. I've That sounds like some foul play. I have never heard of a pumpkin exploding before. Well, maybe oh exploding is not the right word because I don't think it projectiled, but it was open <laughs> and oozing. It got too big for its britches. Too My big. Grandpa Dick won biggest pumpkin in the fair like 10 years in a row. Whoa. Did you just say your Gallup fair? Did you huh? say your Uncle Dick? My grandpa Dick. Oh, okay. At this fair? At no, at the North Central Washington Fair. Oh, so wow, you're like fair. royalty. Oh. In Northeast <laughs> oh. Washington? Yeah. My mom's mayor. Yeah, your mom's mayor. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I want to go to your hometown. Ugh. I know. We need to go to the fair there. That fair is really fun. Because it's so small town. So you see all the flower displays, but they're literally flowers that people just brought in from their gardens in town. I think that's what the this fair is too. Oh, it absolutely is. But no one goes to the Pialt Fair for that. Yeah. They go for the rides or the food or the music or the rodeo. And then I went and looked at the animals, of course, but increasingly I'm just not built for that kind of life. The animal smell is not appealing (laughs) to me. City girl. Maybe not a farm girl. <laughs> <laughs> no. So that was my things I saw while I, I was, was high. high. Do the Puyallup edition. <laughs> nice. Oh my gosh. That's wonderful. Happy fair season, everybody. Happy fall. 
It's getting a little spooky out there as we go deeper and deeper into this fall season. And we're just deeper and deeper into some random hole. Into some random hole. Speaking of the random hole, if you want more of that, you can find it over on patreon.com slash stoner chicks. That is only uh, two out of many, many episodes that we have banked there. And there's new premium content coming out every month. Patreon.com slash stoner chicks for as little as $3 a month. You can get bonus episodes and other perks. So check it out. Patreon.com slash stoner chicks. It helps us keep things going. And you can follow us on Instagram at Stoner Chicks Podcast, on TikTok at Broccoli Broads. You can email us your high thoughts at Stoner Chicks Podcast at gmail.com. You can visit our website, stonerchickspodcast.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Spotify or wherever you listen, if, like Apple, places to let you do that. And if you leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, we will read that five-star review. You can join the sticker exchange by mailing Phoebe at P.O. Box 80586, Seattle, Washington, 98108. And we're so grateful. We're so grateful that you've stuck with us this long. We love you guys. Couldn't do it without you. Hey, Stephanie. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) What do stoner chicks always say? Don't leave my side. I've taken 100 milligrams of, of weed. And I'm floating away in space <laughs> and you're tethering me to earth. <laughs> don't, don't leave. Smoke your weed. <laughs> Smoke your Smoke weed. Smoke your weed. <laughs>